0: What it says, I can. I'm a believer and not a doubter. I'm a, I'm a doer and not just a hearer. I am humble before the Lord. I'm obedient to the Lord. I am mature in the Lord. I'm enthusiastic about the Lord. I know that. Faith comes by hearing. And hearing by the word of God. Everybody say Amen. Amen. Oh, gracious Father, before we take our seats, Lord God, we just want to thank you, Lord God, for preparing a table before us in the presence of our enemies, Lord God. Father God, we thank you for filling our cups that our cups overflow today, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God, that surely goodness and mercy is following us all the days of our lives today, Lord God. Father God, I thank you that you said you never leave us nor forsake us, Lord God. Father God, you said that your word would go forth and accomplish that for which it is sent, Lord God, and I thank you for the experience of it today Lord God in the name of Jesus Lord God oh I thank you Lord God that we are going to experience you today Lord God in our hearts in our souls Lord God never ever will we be the same today Lord God this is my prayer to you Lord God in the mighty name of Jesus we pray amen amen go down with some excitement today oh I thank you Lord God I'm glad to be home today, Lord God. Oh, thank you for bringing me home, God. Oh, I thank you, Lord. I thank you for being home today. Oh, Lord God, your word, your word, your word, your word. Our scripture today is Psalms 46. Psalms 46. Whenever you all are ready for my slides. Thank you. Psalms Psalms 45, I'm sorry, Psalms 45, verse 6. God is in the midst of her. She shall not be moved. God will help her at the break of day. God is in the midst of her. She shall not be moved. God will help her at the break of day. Somebody say, at the break of day. At the break of day. At the break of day, God is right here in the midst of us women. In the midst of us mothers, in the midst of us sisters, in the midst of us daughters, and he, we shall not be moved. God said he will help her at the break of day. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Father God, we just thank you today. I would like to give honor and, and reverence. And thanksgiving to my pastor, Pastor Larry Bolden, to all my ministers in the gospel, to all my brothers and sisters of Striving for Perfection Ministries, to all my family and friends that are online today, Lord God, to my husband that is watching online, and my mother in law and father in law that are watching online today, Lord God. We thank you for all the friends that are online. Father God, we just thank you for having them in the midst, to be in the midst of God today. And happy Mother's Day to all of you, all of you that are here with me, spiritually and physically, happy Mother's Day to you. I am so glad to have my love and my joy with me today. Uh, Miss Every Carswell is here, and Miss Janelle, the recent graduate from Tennessee State University is in the house, in the house, HBCU, we do it better. We do it better at the HBCU. And so I'm so glad to have them with me today and if I forgot you I love you but I'm excited I'm excited about God's word because he comes is the night the, is our is our sermon topic today he comes I got receipts and I know many of you may have purchased something for your mother Amazon did did it for Dillard's or whatever you did And you sent a gift receipt or you kept the receipt because it is evidence that you purchased it and that you sent what you sent. So you have evidence. And so today, women of God, I want us to look back at the evidence that God always comes to his daughters. Always comes. And he does it a special way for us because we are so special to him and when I say I got receipts guess what you have receipts now uh, a few years ago uh, I got receipts was a little slang street term because when you send all these text messages to people I didn't know that there was a feature that you could go and save that specific message Uh, and so through time no matter what happened to your phone you got a document of the conversation that you had with that person and uh, life has moved on so much that they are even admissible in court because it's a document it's a transaction between you and someone else and you know um sometimes for just absolute non-brain activity television non-brain activity television i watch some of the Um, the Housewives. And one of the episodes, they got together, and the lady was trying to tell her story, and somebody was trying to back her in the corner, and the one girl walked in and said, but I got receipts. I got receipts that said you did it. I got receipts that you said what you said. And so today, ladies, we don't take anything from the world. We come and put the Holy Ghost on it. You have receipts. In your spiritual relationship with God of what he's done for you how he has come to you when nobody else knows how he's come to you and it was just the way that you and he communicate and when you are on your journey of growing and building your relationships you got a whole book of receipts of how God has come how God has sent you helped when you needed it. Now in studying for this, I have to tell you that 20 times I was able to find in the Bible that God came to a woman where she was in her situation or he sent a prophet to the woman in her situation. And so I want to note to you today is that while... Uh, Saul and David were all up in the caves, and you know, and they were going up on the mountaintops trying to get what they needed to get from God. God loved us so much, He came right where we were, (laughs) right in our households, right in our house where we keep house, where we set the format and set the atmosphere of the home. While we are working, God came to us, Jesus came to us. And the prophet and the Holy Spirit come to us right where we are today. And we need to be excited about that because so many times we find ourselves trying to go somewhere to get help. We're trying to seek help because so many of us are still like the woman uh, with the issue of blood. We keep trying to try all these different things to get us some help. And what I'm here to tell you today is that wherever you are, if you make it, hospitable for God to be able to come and visit he will come on in there and he will bring you some help now I'm gonna tell you what I told pastor when he called me early yesterday morning I was going to walk this can be treated like my first sermon I ever preached and I can keep you here till all the buffets close, or y'all can talk to me and we can get on out of here okay so it's however you want it but I'm really trying to be obedient to the media to all that other stuff, but I need your help. Because women, we do better when we help each other. So all these women, all these mothers up in here, y'all better open your mouths and you better help me help you. Okay? All right. Uh, Next slide. You know, I had to bring something different to you all. So he comes, ladies. He comes to you when you are wondering, you're thinking about it. You're seeking God for something, and you're in contemplation of it. He comes to you. Next slide. Yes, he comes to us. He comes to us when we are on our bed of affliction. He comes to us when our spirit feels tired and weak and down. He comes to us just like he came to visit the house of Peter and found Peter's mother-in-law on the bed. He came to her. She was racked with fever and pain, and he came to her, and he touched her hand. That was so powerful to me that he touched her hand. You know, God, all he can do, he can just reach out his hand and touch us. All we have to do is raise our hand to God and he comes down and he will meet you where your hand can extend. It doesn't matter if your hand can only be raised right here. It doesn't matter if your hand can only go here. It doesn't matter if your hand can only go here. God will touch you where you are let's go he will touch you i got receipts (laughs) i got receipts that when my spirit feels like it's tired when my spirit feels like i can't move on next slide we he will come to us oh yes he will oh yes he will oh yeah he comes he comes when we're crying he comes when we're down he comes because he knows he came to the woman that said, all the they're about to come and get my sons. They're about to come and get them. My husband is dead. We owe everybody. And if I don't pay, they're gonna take my sons. What about sisters when they come and they take our sons? Come on now. When they take our sons, they take the good ones. They take the ones that's not so good, but they're our sons, and we want them for ourselves. What happens, mothers? He comes. He comes into the courtroom, he comes into the sick bed, he comes into the classroom, he comes on the football field, he comes on the basketball court, he comes wherever your son is. When your son is trying to take the ACT and the SAT and he's worried about it, he comes because he got a mother that says, God, I don't know what else to do. All you have to do is just let God know, I don't know what else to do. I've done all I can do, and when we're at that moment, he comes, I got receipts, let's go. Yeah. Hallelujah, yeah. hallelujah. Yeah. I thank you, Lord God, I thank you. There are so many of us that think that I gotta keep it all quiet, I can't tell nobody. Nobody will understand because see, I'm so strong and I've got these, I've got these um, uh, ways that people, I have this relate, this reputation. Tonight, today, I'm telling you, I'm talking about your spiritual condition. Your spiritual condition. We all look good today. We all are here. We all are smiling. But I'm telling you, what is your spirit, man? What is the spirit of you and your woman? How do you feel today? If you if your spirit is crying out, I just want you to know he comes. Next slide. He comes. Oh yeah, he comes. He comes. He comes when the all we can do is look at each other. I can look at that wall and you can look at that wall. He comes when we don't have nothing else to say to each other. He comes in the midst of that. But see, I didn't even come to mess with that today. The, if you see the, the, the receipts that I put up there, is Second 2 Kings and 4, it's when the Shunammite woman's son that the prophet had told her she was going to have. The boy grew up, was doing good, went out with his daddy to work in the field. And the boy got sick and he came back and he laid on his mother and died. That causes conflict in a marriage. It causes conflict when our good son is gone. It has conflict when we're dealing with those tr- children in their trouble. It causes conflict, but I'm letting you know he comes. I got receipts on that. Because when the woman got the son, she said, Give me a horse. I know what to do. And I know exactly what to do. Because, see, I didn't even ask for this son. They told me I was going to have this son. I didn't even ask God for this son. So if God blessed me with this, then I know if I take it back to him, <laughs> if I will take it back to him, come on, y'all, come on. If I take it back to him, he is able to perform exceedingly and abundantly above all that I could even ask or think, what I can think of. Next slide. He loves us. Why does he come? He comes because we make room for him. He comes because we build a place in our home, in our heart, in this home, in this home. We build a home, a space for him and he moves on in. He moves in and he still moves around and he walks around just as much as I'm walking around today because he's like, well, are you gonna make me comfortable? So then you have to make a seat for him so he can sit at the throne of your heart. He comes because you decide to worship him and invite him in and you turn the light on and you start sharing your light with everybody so everybody starts to see the light in you. So then he says, oh, well, I can come on in and now I can get comfortable. But now he says, no, I want to rest at the throne of your heart. And so you have to make a bed for him and say, lay down. Take a complete control. Be a part of my life and just lay down and rest in me. I want you to be in every part of me. That's why he comes. Yeah. That's why he comes to you, ladies. He comes to you because he made you the way he wanted you to be made. He made you as an extension, a helpmate for the men in your life. Men, for one, one second, if there's a woman in your life, that you know God has come on her behalf. Come on, you can you give a shout to God? Come on now, come on. You know that the woman in your life, God has come to the women in your life. Come on, men. Come on, men. Glory hallelujah. Oh yes, oh yes. See, we can't do nothing without a woman. Nothing, nothing, nothing. God set it up like that, and we're the ones that keep trying to twist it and turn it and make it all something different, but God, Told us that Adam needed a helpmate. He was gonna get out there in that garden and get to working all the time, and not know that he's supposed to take care of himself. He did, he wouldn't have maybe known how to eat. He would have maybe not known how to arrange things. He may not have known when the sun was going up and the sun goes down. He needed a woman. He needed a woman to say, hey, 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 I feel you, honey, but you know right now you need to sit on down. You know, he feels you. So, you know, and it's like, honey, I know you're a little, you know, you're a few more interstates down the, you know, a few more exits down the interstate now, honey. Don't come on in out the yard. You ain't got to cut the yard and stay out there until the sun is, you know, at the maximum at 1 o'clock. Come on in the house. Come on in the house. Come on in there, Adam. Come on, Adam, and sit yourself down somewhere and drink the water. Do you see? Look at those beautiful vines over there. Have you taken in all these beautiful decorations that God has put on this earth? Adam, have you noticed? Have you noticed that the sun is so bright? Have you noticed that the stars are so bright? See, Adam may have gotten all distracted. God knew he would need a woman. And nothing you can do can change that. Nothing you can do can change that. And uh, and since we're on the topic of why he comes, we are now ministers of reconciliation. So that means we are supposed to go to women on God's behalf. Come correct. Come correct. Come to the women correctly. And you know, since I'm a girl, I'm going to pick on the guys. Okay, guys, come correct to your woman. Treat her nice. See, God treated her with respect He healed her. He restored her. He made her a friend. He treated her. He made, he he depended on women. Jesus depended on women when he was doing his ministry on earth. Can I get an amen? Can I get an amen? Is that in the receipts? Is that in the receipts? Somebody tell me, yes, it's in the receipts. Yes, it's in the receipts. Because see, Churches began where? In homes. Who was in charge of the home? The woman. The woman was in charge of the home. So churches began with women. Women had to get the house clean, they had to make sure some food was cooked, they had to make sure some order was right, they had to get the kids all numbered, one, two, three, four, five thousand. 5,000, all those things like that. Had to do all of that churches began where women resided. That's the reason, ladies, he comes to us. Jesus came to some houses on his ministry and they were ran by women. They were ran by who? Women. So today, why do we always wanna set aside a little corner and call it women's ministry, when ministry was always with women. Oh, I'm getting ready to show you a receipt on that. Because I knew that wasn't going to go well, okay? I'm getting ready to show you the receipts on that. And see, my reading glasses are in my hands, so I got it here, and I got it here. Okay? I can show you. I can show you where. (laughs) Come on now. He came, who was operating these homes? Now, I didn't ask you who gave the invitation for Jesus to come, okay? I heard that pastor over there, Uh uh-huh. Yeah, I heard that pastor. I didn't say who invited him to the home, I ask you who ran the home, okay? I ask you who had everything in order so that Jesus could wash his feet. And see, when Jesus came one time, if the men didn't wash his feet, who washed his feet? A woman that was of no rep good reputation. She got to Jesus' feet. She starts, I don't have any water, but my tears will wash your feet. I want you to know, Jesus, I'm so glad that you didn't turn me down when I approached you. And see, you can go over there and talk about. Why submit to your husbands? And uh, God, uh, women, men should love women like God loved the church. But I want you to add this today: Jesus treated women with respect. He did not judge them. He did not criticize them. He lifted them up wherever he found them, in whatever state he found them in. So now, now I get to pick, now I get to get a little picky. Okay, because we're going to get ready to go on over in here. We always, and I say we, I'm talking about women and men right now. When God comes to us and helps us and we get our receipts, we get all petty. And when a woman come on into the church off the pole, out of the domestic violence that she was in, after the food insecurity that she was in, and she did what she could do to feed her children. So it may have, she may have been the woman at the well that had many husbands, and the man she was with then now is not her husband either. She might have had to do all of those things to take care of her home. Okay? Then we get petty, and we don't want to show her how to get her some receipts that that was God that came by the well and the thing about it is that when you go in your receipts and you start looking in your receipt book Jesus didn't know why he was cutting through that part of town he didn't even he he just was moved to go through that area of the country and stop at that well at that time of the day because he had to come to that woman and I'm gonna show you today next slide in Acts sixteen, once again, Paul and his crew—they were on a mission. And what they did is, when they go out on a mission, and isn't this kind of this is oh, this is going this is going to be funny. Leave me alone, Stacy Carswell. I hear you. I feel you. I feel you because I'm getting ready to be messy, okay? But it's good mess. It's good stuff because it's God, 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 okay? When The boys need to go out somewhere. They get the idea, they tell everybody about the idea, but the woman at their house, until it's time to go. And then whatever their good idea, they can't do it by themselves. They come to somebody else's house and get somebody else's husband. And then they go, and they go on a mission. They come on, let's get together and let's go over here and do this. And that's true in the spirit now. I mean, it's true in the spirit too. If when y'all get ready to come out here to back them, pack them bags and give USDA food giveaway, who, who? this is Minister L, I hope it finds you well. Okay? He called my house, do he call your house ladies? Okay, I hope you men will be joining me on Saturday morning to pass out groceries for the USDA food giveaway. Hello, this is Minister L. I hope it finds you well. We have some furniture. We got some furniture to move for a sister, and I need you men to come on over here and help me move this furniture. Okay? I got receipts. I got receipts now. So in this, in Acts 16, same thing going on, Timothy is picked up by Paul, to go on a mission. And when he goes on that mission, he wants to preach. I mean, they are ready to preach the house down, but the scripture says they were restrained in every way they could not preach the gospel until they got to a certain place. Till they got to a certain place, they had to be restrained and hold back. Now, when they held back, It wasn't because it wasn't a good message. It wasn't because it wasn't a timely message. The message was for a woman. It was for a woman. And so when a topic is preached and you don't understand that it didn't fill your soul and your soul didn't burn, don't think that it's not for someone. Because Paul and them couldn't preach until it was time to preach. So they came on into the city and ran around a few days and did what men do, you know, they eat and talk, make some stories up, whatever they're doing. The fish gets bigger and bigger, you know. Or in these days and times, the golf game gets longer and longer, you know the drive is longer. Hey yeah. Hey. Hey, I ain't been up in a minute. You know, that's real past. Don't bring me up to all, you know, like I know. I know. Yeah. Yeah, the the golf game is long. You know, they got some golf games now that they got to do better and you know all these things like that. And then they went to pray. They went to find a place to pray. Went out the gate. Who did they find? A woman. <laughs> what was the woman doing? What were the women doing? And she, you know, what were they doing together? What was, what was her and her household doing? Gathering to what? Gathering to what? Pray. So they began to minister to this woman and her household. Come on now. And Lydia got saved, and her whole household got saved. Her whole household got saved. See, they had been restrained because. All that message wasn't for anybody but Lydia and her folks. And because of the way they put it in the Bible, it meant that there was a lot of people there. She had influence in her house. See, women, when we want to talk about why, what makes him come, have influence in your house. Whoever come to your house, is influenced by you. They don't bring stuff to your house and drop it off unless it's stuff that you agree with. Okay? Things don't go on in your house unless you agree with it. And it's okay if he don't agree with it. As long as God agrees with it, it's going to be well because God comes because I got some receipts. Okay? So Lydia, this businesswoman, handling her whole life, was doing her own thing. She was and they said that Lydia means god worshiper. Worshiper. Now, she wasn't even of the right culture, ethnicity, ethnicity. She was a god worshiper and they really don't know how she got like that. All they know is that she was a god worshiper. See, women, when we are god worshipers, God will send somebody for us where we are located. And I believe in my own heart that the pandemic was for women. Because women, I'm gonna tell you about this woman, this woman right here, Ernestine. I paid off two credit cards since the pandemic. And I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell, no, it wasn't because of shopping. Uh Uh-uh. I bought this dress during the pandemic. I bought these shoes during the pandemic. -uh. It wasn't because of shopping? Uh Uh-uh. It's because I wasn't going nowhere. I don't know where I was going before the pandemic, y'all. I really don't know. I just know that it was enough to pay off two credit cards. Where was I going, God? I don't know because I'm still just as busy as... I was before then, but where was I going? What was I looking for and what was I doing? What was costing me about $55 a week in gas? Where was I going? Ask yourself that. Because all you have to be is be where you are supposed to be in charge of, ministering the way you're supposed to be charging, because he will come. It would come, and I don't know where I was going. And so I went to the financial advisor, and I said, "Well, you know, this is what I've been doing." I said, "I just decided that my budget line for gas, I'm just going to keep hitting this card." She said, "Oh yes, oh absolutely, that's a great idea." And so then, you know, but I said, "Okay, I'm not going to be able to pay this card off, you know. I'm just going to be able, to like, you know, put a dent in it." Well, you know, how many months? How many months? I was able to transform my, be- my backyard into a meeting place of the family and I was able to look my adult children in their eyes and make sure that they were well. We talked about the slaying of black men. I was able to look in my black son's eyes and say, that's the reason I'm always wanting to know how you're doing. That's the reason when you don't call in two or three days or text or return a text message, I'm worried because I'm tired of hearing that some black child, some black son, some black mother is having to bury her son. And guess what daughters, now they after you. Now they trying to take my black daughters. Black daughters, I've told y'all nine times, 99 times, crack the window this much in a lighted place until you know, put the phone on and and call somebody and keep them on the line until while you're being pulled over. That's the reason I was telling y'all that. See, I got, to, I got to do some review. Some class reviews were going on in my household while the pandemic was going on. They think they are keeping me from something. I don't know what they were keeping me from, but they had me handling my business. People got rid of their 1980s and 1990s clothes because I've been seeing them at the, good, at the Goodwill. We've been doing a lot of things, women, cleaning out them closets just to find why. I taught my children how to do inventory. Janelle was the inventory specialist. She set up a little design. I was like, no, we're not. They were, they were I mean this in the kindest way. They were punking their daddy. Ooh, Lord have mercy. Them girls would come down the hall. Daddy, I decided tonight I'm going to cook this recipe, and I need you to go to the store, daddy. And I need you to get this and this and this and this and this and this. And this. And see, mama's at work. Mama's in there talking on the thing and they don't know. So he get his oh. he come back from Sam's because he don't know how to go to Sam's, right? He get the stuff on the list, and then he get all his snacks. And he coming in. And I'm seeing all these groceries. I'm like, what in the world? To cook one one dish? And then next thing I hear, Daddy, I think I'm gonna cook this tonight. I need you to go to the store. I said, hold up. We're going to stop this right now. We're going to set some menus. We're going to have an inventory of what we got. We're going to make sure that we're cooking and everybody going to cook. But I'm going to tell you that every Carswell know how to take a nap at the right time. Can I get an amen, Janelle? Amen. that every know how to go missing when it comes to doing stuff like that. So, you know, sometimes we had to get on her. So she washed more dishes during the pandemic than cooking because you're going to do something. You're going to do something. okay? You're going to do something. What I put up with to bring a paycheck home, you're going to do something. I I mean, that's the way my house, you ain't got to adopt that, but you're going to do something. okay? And Stacy, stop going to the store. Stop going to the store because your daughter said. And so he was like, well, I was going to go get something else. So finally, I said this, Pastor. Pastor, look at me. This is what I said. Are you married to them or are you married to me? Because I can't be but one woman that run this house. (laughs) Pastor, Pastor, that's what I said. Because I did. Because, Pastor, I had to, you know, I had to make him realize that I know y'all got this, I know you got this love thing going on with your daughters. That's right, re- you know, I get it. But when I say stop going to the store, I'm trying to keep money in your pocket. Because see, remember, every took a lot of naps, so we weren't cooking every night. Seen. and he wasn't cooking at all. Somehow, he those two know how to get out of cooking meals. And then, when we talk about it, you hear her, I me, mean right there. And then, when they get talked about during family time, they get over here and say, Well, daddy, you know, I really do love your spaghetti. So, you know, dad, maybe we ain't had that in a while. She's still punking today. So, he in there, oh, yeah, baby, I ain't made you any spaghetti in a long time. Hey, I man, you know, spaghetti a long time. So he out there getting spaghetti to cook spaghetti. Every still ain't cooked. I'm just telling you. <laughs> but I tell you what. She knew how to take the trash out. She knew how to sweep them back. She knew how to dust. Not her room, but the other stuff. Yeah. She knew how to do that. And she keep the grandbaby. She Take care of the grandbaby. So we all got to, in our houses, we all have a role to play. All right, now let's get back to Lydia. Because I meddled enough, I have meddled enough. Hey, 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 I I told y'all to help me with the sermon, y'all wouldn't help me, so I did it my way. I did it my way. I did it my way. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, so, points. Lydia, the message was for her. Paul and his gang came, they came and they witnessed to her and she said, if you believe that I'm a believer, what did she say? Come to my house, come to my house. And they came to her house and they had this great time and then everybody started talking about what had happened because when Paul was in town, you know, he got in a little Thing because this girl, little aggravating girl, was walking behind him, agitating him, and all this kind of thing. And he got tired of being agitated, so he spoke to the girl, and the demon came out. And the people that make money off of her got mad and said, "Oh, we gonna bring some charges against you, Paul and Silas, because you taking our money out of our pocket." Ooh, that sound like today, don't it? It sounds like today. It sound like we need these war times today, okay? That Paul and Silas got put in jail for something for telling the truth and bringing it out because she was, she was healed after that. Saving a woman's life, you become a target to the enemy because they don't want you to save women's lives because women's lives equal more life. So every time you don't save a woman's life, you are killing us. We have to save women and their lives because they bring life. Okay, So Paul and Silas saved that woman's life. She has no name except that she was a woman possessed with a demon. but we know her life was saved, and they got put in jail. you know the, you know the story? You know the story, you know the story. Fast forward, The jailer realized that he all right, He wants people to go, He wants Paul and Silas to go to his house and get saved. When God comes for a woman, he keep blessing. He keep blessing, he keep blessing. The jailer's family got saved because Paul and Silas had a word to bring to the city. He brought it to the woman, her whole house was saved. The jailer's family, the jailer was saved. He had a, he, he was an eyewitness to miracles, and then his house was saved. And where did the men, where did where did Paul and Silas go after they got set free? They went back to where they, a woman had made room for them. Had welcomed them. Thank you, Lord. Ladies, look at that picture one more time. We get saved when we work together. We get saved. our whole households can get saved. Our whole households, kids can get good education. Our whole households, everybody's fed. If Jesse Jackson got some food, you fed. Amen. Amen, I know my household saved every couple times because I complained about it. And next thing I know, a little container got put on the doorstep trying to save every. Next slide. The lion of the tribe of Judah. This is how we're going to close tonight. I was up late this night, to last night, so I keep saying night, but you all understand what I'm saying. jesus the lion of judah came out of the tribe of judah came out of the bloodline david's bloodline all of that and he came and he came to save and set free he came to manage and destroy and set things straight so yes we know jesus as the lamb but he had to be a lamb first but he is a mighty mighty lion about his people today, women. And so when you are in your situation, no matter what the spirit has got you going in, whatever your spirit is in, he will come in like a mighty lion and rectify things because he loves you that much. And so if you think about Lion King, the, the, the big lion is up on top watching the pride. Now, who's down there doing the hunting, getting the food, tending the kids, making sure everything all right in in the pride? Who is that? Who? Who? Women. And the king is up there, and he's like, don't mess with my, don't mess with my lioness, don't mess with my cubs. I'm good, I'm gonna stay right here. I'm gonna stay right up here mother Evelyn I'm watching but if you mess with her I'm gonna come down and the roar is going to be I'm gonna let you know with a roar she's mine leave her alone but if you don't I'm gonna come down and I'm gonna handle things that's how much he loves you today ladies and ladies he will come in like he will tear up some things people People will, may, may have to die because if they keep messing with you and they don't get the warning, God will take them out. And I'm not talking about their physical death, but they will get out of your life. Their relationship with you will die because you cannot be with his daughters and destroy her. Next slide. Ladies, this is our responsibility. We got to cry out. We gotta cry out where we are. We gotta let God know where we are. We gotta let him know what we need and when he needs it. And I'm gonna show you, cause you know, every now and then I have a prop. You know, you, I've been known to have a prop. Um, the last time I spoke at a Mother's Day event, my mother introduced me as the guest speaker at <coughs> my hometown Baptist church where I couldn't go in the pool a bit, I had to you know, stay on the floor. I had to wear all white suit, booted, pantyhose, shoes. She made me do all that. And she wanted me to wear a hat, mother. And I said, mom, I, said, I, mom, I, I don't think I'm gonna act good enough to wear a hat, mom. You know." So she said, okay, you got to wear a hat. But you got to wear this cassage. And I mean, this cassage was so big, I probably should have wore a hat. Okay? <laughs> it, was, it was that big. That big, big, you know. Because d- do you have a mother? You got a white flower. I mean, a red flower. Do you have your grandmother? she gone? That's a white flower. and all, So it was, it was up here. Okay? And um, I was going through, because I miss my mom at different times. Mother's Day is not necessary the time that I get my saddest. I got sad Sunday morning, last Sunday morning, because I wasn't going to be able to call her on Monday, like we used to talk every Monday, and tell her about her grandbaby walking across the stage. I wasn't able to tell her all the good things that have happened, and you know, all these things. I, I, I missed that. And so I went through and I wanted to be able to be with her to be with me in some way, so I'm wearing some of her jewelry today. I'm wearing her one of her pins, and I've got her earrings on. My mother never got her ears pierced. I don't understand that, but, whew, okay. But uh, wearing her stuff. So I was going through her jewelry boxes, and I found one of her receipts. And my mother liked Lane Bryant. So this is a receipt from Lane Bryant. And evidently what she ordered, they didn't have it, so they were letting her know by mail, mail, that they weren't going to credit her account. I I love these things, and I have one of her Bibles that do that. And, you know, this is a receipt for the business. When I do business, I have to mail stuff off. And then I'm so proud of this receipt because last week I bought my daughter and all her five friends dinner, and I was able to pay for dinner. Not the daddy bear, but the mama bear. The lioness was able to tell that table there, I got that table no matter however they go. But I did pull Janelle to the side and I said, now you friends, you know, gotta stay within this amount. <laughs> That's what you gotta do, you know? So I don't know about you all, but everybody, when we used to take our kids out to the restaurant, $10, $10, $10, find something on the menu for $10. Okay, <laughs> so <laughs> you know, so, but I was blessed that, I was able to just say, hey, you all have been friends since you've been with my girl, kept her, love you all, let me show you how I can care for you. And they're like, oh, oh, oh." sisters, we have to go through and we have to pull the receipts of our spirits. We pull the receipts of our victories. We pull, recall them, pull them up, put them somewhere, keep them. In that same Bible that I was going through this morning, the reason I was late, Pastor, was because in it, my mother wrote a prayer around school time one year for my me and my brothers. And my mother used to write to God a lot. And so I'm her daughter. I write in my journal to God. And I say, dear God, this was going on. Like he don't know, but I just, it's my personal conversation with him. And my mother said, "Um, God, my children need school clothes. My oldest son wears a size 14. I would like for him to have those matching jean uh, outfits that all the boys are wearing now. My other son wears a size eight God. I really would like for them to have him to have one of those little matching jean outfits, too. Lord, I got a daughter. It's school time, and she's going to need some shoes and socks, and you know, she's going to need some things. Thank you, God. Thank you God for, for, for providing that to my, for my children. Thank you. And <laughs> I have pictures of my brothers wearing those little jean outfits. Yeah. Yeah. I got receipts, y'all. My mom and, Dad, and, and, and God had a conversation She used to write to him. found in that Bible, grocery list. Dear God, this is what I need to get from the store. And I can never recall, never recall there not being food. Never recall anybody saying uh, she was able to sit down and eat with us. So I know that was more than enough. Ladies, God is with us. He comes to us where we are. It's no matter where you are, on your job, in your apartments, in your homes, young women, God is with you. He wants to come in and he wants to show up and he wants to show out. He is with us. Gather your receipts, gather your receipts. When I saw my baby cross that stage last weekend, I thought about her being up on her tiptoes in my womb because the biblical cord was wrapped around her neck three times. She could have came here brain damaged. She could have came here and not made it, but God came to us. My mother-in-law drove me to the hospital and I heard her say, oh no God, no God, we, we ain't came too far with this baby. We ain't come too far with this baby. She's getting her purse and getting us. oh God, we ain't came too far for this. We ain't came too far with this baby. We ain't gonna have no problems with this now. That's my mother-in-law, coming coming and he, God came to us and here she is walking across the stage thank you, thank you Lord thank you Lord thank you Lord thank you Lord I remember when they told me my son wasn't gonna graduate from high school they say he was one credit from uh, heaven he, he didn't have enough math credits and he was struggling in math because he's got his mama's math gene. I walked around Fort Walton Beach High School praying. "Great Great is the peace of my children because they have been taught of the Lord. Great is the peace, great is the peace. He is not gonna be so aggravated that he cannot graduate. He cannot graduate. We walked around and I prayed and I prayed and I prayed. And they said, wait a minute. He was taking advanced classes when he was in middle school. He took algebra in middle school. So, he got enough credits. You got to have your receipts. I said go look again. Go look at his curriculum again. Go look at his uh, his transcript again. Go look again. And there it was. There was the receipt. You got to have your receipts. You got to ask God, how do I handle this? Go, go look again. All this week, I have traveled for three years back and forth to Crestview, every, almost every day, except when we were in the pandemic. And I have blessed, no accidents, no accidents, no accidents. I'm at a new site going to Eglin. I have had three people come be in my lane and going the wrong direction this week. And one came so close, literally all I could say was Jesus. And the person and hit a pole. I got receipts that I'm supposed to be here today. I got receipts that I'm supposed to live today. I've got receipts. Do you have receipts today? Yes. Yes. So as we close for prayer, I'm going to tell you about a little girl that was so proud. And she was 3 years she's 3 years old and she wanted to be heard, but she was in a big assembly. And everybody kept trying to get her to calm down, but she wanted to be heard. She positioned herself. She kept standing to where she could be seen. And she said, where is my Auntie Janelle? I cannot see her, ya-ya. I want to see her. And I'm like, we are in this big old stadium, baby. She's right over there. She's right over there. Do you know, I wanna, ta- I, wanna, I wanna see her, I want her to know I'm here. Now, how does a child say, I wanna be here, or everybody else be quiet in the stadium because this three-year-old wants to be heard? I, I, I have a lot of powers as a ya-ya, but I can't get that done, okay? Just at the right time, everything got quiet. Auntie Janelle, Auntie Janelle, Auntie Janelle. All the class of 2021 at Tennessee State heard the amazing Jace call her auntie's name. Auntie tried to hold her hand, you know, put her hands on her laugh and be all dignified. And I was like, you better acknowledge this child because this is gonna keep going. So when she waved to her, I said, you see her waving? Yeah, I see her. She sat down, she, she was all right. You see how that lion's roaring? I need us to stand to our feet and we need to say, I will not be silent. I will not be silent. I will always worship you. Stand to your feet. I will not be silent. Come on, say it with me. I will not be silent. I will always worship you. I will not be silent. I will always worship you. I will not be silent. I will always worship you. I will not be silent. I will always worship you. I will not be silent. I always worship you. I don't care if I'm on the sick bed, I don't care where I am, I don't care if I'm alone, I don't care how it looks like. I will not be silent. I will not be silent. I will always give you honor. I will always give you glory. I will always give you praise. 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 Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God, for coming in the midst of my troubles, in the midst of my situations. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I will not be silent you will get all the glory and the honor I will not be silent I will always worship you I will call upon the Lord and he is worthy to be praised don't be silent don't be silent God will hear you he hears our every cry he hears our he knows our every thought we will not be silent father God I thank you and I bring you three appeals father God we thank you right now if you are here today and you do not know Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior, I ask you, no longer be silent. Let him come into your heart. Let him come into your life. Let him come in and turn things around. He he went to the cross on Calvary just for you. And and I stopped by here today to tell you, when he comes in your life, your life will be forever changed. Seeing no one, there's gifts. The gift of the Holy Spirit. Let him come into your life. Let that gift of the Holy Spirit change you, that you can communicate with God. The power of the Holy Spirit. If you need to just be able to know what the gift of the Holy Spirit can do for your life, raise your hand. Raise your hand. Raise your hand. Mother has her hand raised. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. If you just, w- She wants to know today what the gift of the Holy Spirit can do for her. Yes, yeah, she says she knows what he can do. He's already doing it for her. Hallelujah. 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 And this is a church of love. This is a church where you can grow. This is a, a church where you will be taught. And on behalf of Pastor Bolden and the entire Strive Perfection ministry, we welcome you. If you would like to come for membership, please raise your hand. Please raise your hand. Seeing none, let us go to the Lord in prayer. If there is a woman that needs specific prayer, if you would just raise your hand where you are. If there is a woman. Oh, gracious Father, I thank you right now. I thank you for loving us, keeping us, coming to us, treating us with dignity and respect. Thank you for defending me. Thank you for loving me. Thank you for befriending me. Thank you for healing me. Oh, I thank you that you've come. I thank you said you come and you will never leave us nor forsake us. Oh, Lord God, I thank you for every mother, every woman under the sound of my voice today, Lord God. Oh, I thank you. Oh, I thank you, I thank you, I thank you for their lives. I thank you that they have a, a reminders today of just how awesome you have, when will be in the future in their lives. Lord God, we lift up the mother of our church to you today right now. Lord God, I lift up Mother Evelyn. May we point all our hands towards Mother Evelyn today. Lord God, I thank you, Lord God. Lord God, I plead a fresh anointing over her body from the top of her head to the bottom of her feet, every fingertip, every toe tip, Lord God. Father God, I call her body into alignment that it may function the way God you have made it, Lord God. Father God, I thank you that she has sweet rest, Lord God. Father God, I bind up any spirit of pain that is over her life, oh God, and we cast it into the sea of hell never to come up against her again today, Lord God. I lift her up to you, Lord God. Oh Lord God, I thank you for new strength in Mother Evelyn today, Lord God. New hope, new joy, Lord God. Oh Lord God, everyone that comes and encounters her, Lord God, sees the jewel that she is and they treat her like that, Lord God. In the name of Jesus, Lord God. Every doctor, every nurse, everyone that is concerned about her care, Lord God. Keep them in perfect peace, Lord God, so their mind can stay on you, Lord God so they can listen, Lord God, and they can take care of her the way she needs to be taken care of, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, Lord God. Her whole household is blessed, Lord God. Every son, every daughter, every granddaughter, every grandson, Lord God. Father God, we thank you for the mighty husband of God, Lord God, that you've given her, Lord God. I thank you that they're a power couple, Lord God, in the spirit today, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, Lord God. Oh, we thank you for them, Lord God. We thank you for the love, Lord God, that they show us, Lord God, and may it come back to them 300 hundredfold, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, Lord God. Oh, we thank you today, 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 Lord God. Thank you, Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Amen.